Loading. The Crypto Coffee Podcast. Episode 11. The 800-year-old Easter egg. Space Jujitsu and Snail Aliens. And our tax dollars being wasted on plumbing. Ready. Set. Play. Hola muchachos, and we're recording. Are we though? Uh, as far as the lines are concerned, yes. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm never going to get tired of that. So, before we start today. Today's sponsor is... <laughs> it's fine. I couldn't think of anything. I'm going to go Ridge Wallet. <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome to the Cryptic Coffee Podcast. It is officially October, guys. It hey! It's the second hey. of October. This is where we shine, boys. Spooky man. If we can ever get to recording. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I feel like we'll be able to. So, before we start, I want to ask you guys. So, recently, I got invited to, uh, what's it called? D&D. Okay. I have no idea <laughs> about D&D. And I didn't want to ask him. I said yes. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll join your uh, your group. But I have no idea about fucking D&D. I need help, guys. Oh, dude, I'm saying this. It's great fucking fun. Like, what is it exactly? I have, I know people, it's like a role-playing game, right? Yeah. You sit on a table for like a couple hours and then you go on an adventure. See, like, here's the thing, too. I've always thought you would be a really good um, DM. Why did you give me a bag of... This dice bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zeus has a... Yeah, I carry him around with me. I, I, thought, I, I thought I got gold or something. <laughs> Zeus <laughs> handed you a dice bag Yeah, he with gives dice. me a little pouchy with... I don't know what's in there, but it's kind of heavy. No, it's It's dice. Or die. Yeah, it's a dice bag. So both of you play D and D. Yeah, I played it once. Yeah. So I make I would make a a good what? You make a character. I think you would be a good DM because I've seen you. I've heard you narrate things, and I feel like you would definitely be into the world building. Mm-hmm. I like I see you like being just imaginative as fuck and like building a world and then just describing it. What is because what does DM mean? Dungeon master. So basically, what you would do is like you would sit at the head of the table and be like. All right. Before you lies this, this, this. Yeah. What do you want to do? You and make up the story on the spot, yeah. basically. Really? Yeah. Like, oh, I could bullshit for, my ass off. Dude, I'm yeah. Good at that. Hey, That's good, basically hey, how it works. If you're good at improv, you'd be fucking great at D and D. Literally, a lot of it is improv. That sounds kind of kinky, though. No. <laughs> I'm the dungeon master for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's a uh, there are two types of dungeon masters. <laughs> Yeah, and depending on your kinks, both of them are fun. I don't think that's what he was wanting, but yeah, <laughs> like depending on how kinky you are, both of them are fun. Okay, I'll think about it. I gotta learn like the rules and everything. It sounds fun. No, uh, I have a lot of friends time. that do it. Ian has uh, some rule books. Really? Yeah. Oh, I gotta hit him up, dude. Our first guest, he uh, he plays D and D. Fuck, I forgot his name already. Dylan. I, Dylan. Dylan. Shout out to you, Dylan. <laughs> Hey, Dylan, this is your you? episode. This is the D and D episode. <laughs> also, he's really into it. Yeah, we, oh. we we share a lot of memes. Okay, but yeah, it, it's it's a great time. It's fun. I feel like you'd be good at it. I feel like you'd really be uh, a good DM. I'll definitely dip my toes in. See what it's like. Oh, the dice look pretty nice. Yeah, they're they pur- have like they're glitter purple. on them and everything. Yeah, that's pretty cool. We gotta take the, we gotta take this man to, oh, uh, to buy his first dice set. <laughs> it's fucking gone. I wonder oh, if that appeared. I'm sorry. <laughs> he rolled the four, by the way. That's horrible. 
leave me alone is my first time. <laughs> Roll for initiative. <laughs> he rolled a four. Damn, my homeboy's about to get slaughtered right now. I'm not good when people are watching. Leave me alone. Well, that's a triangle. Yeah, there's also a triangle die. What the fuck? This is just shapes. This is the D and D episode. I'm li- I, like I'm literally just pulling out like. Welcome to Dungeons and Coffee. One die at yeah, a time. Dungeons and Coffee. It's like the fucking like the thing when you're a kid where you have to put the shapes in the right hole. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. That's the way you store them. Oh, this one's pretty cool. Fuck, I I keep almost dropping these fucking. Yeah, we gotta be careful because we're gonna lose them all. Okay, okay. And do you like roll all of them? Uh, depending or, on what. Yeah. Depending on like roll. Like honestly, I don't really find I don't ever find a use for every single dice, but um, you'll be rolling most of them. I'll just keep them out as decoration. Well, to keep us on track, we are in a pizza shop because we're recording very late. So it's a little creepy. The lights are on, so it's less creepy. But it doesn't take the fact away that we're in the middle of the street. Like, it's dark as fuck outside, and we're in a pizza shop. A haunted pizza shop. Spooky. It's only haunted mm-hmm. if you, like, stay here late enough. You start to hear the creaking. It's just the rats. <laughs> so not that haunted. Just <laughs> It's Chucky. <laughs> it's Chucky. <laughs> Shout out I'm to joking the, I'm joking about the rats by the way Shout out to this uh, generous pizza spot <laughs> Turkey cheese Thank you to Jose for telling me not to actually reveal the location name And dox Jose <laughs> So anyway. might dox me too People gotta look at us like alright who's the Jose on this Alright what's he related to Oh there we go we found the spot Yeah All we gotta say is that this is a pizza place That was generous enough to allow us to like record here yeah. This late at night I like the decor though yeah, it was, uh, it was freshly renovated a few months ago. Oh, yeah, I could tell by the paint. If y'all don't know, I work in paint. <laughs> so, what'd you guys bring to drink today? I got this uh, Monster Juice. The the Mango Loco, this shit's fucking delicious. Yeah, I got that for you thinking you had never tried it. And I was like, I think he would like this. Because I love that. Uh, it's the... Ma- what is it called? Mango Loco? Mango Loco? Yeah, I love that, but... Apparently, it's the only monster you drink. Yeah. So, I made like, the right decision, but it's not something new. Yeah, because, like, I don't really drink energy drinks. Yeah. So, that's, like, the one I drink because my girlfriend was like, oh, hey, uh, have you tried this before? I'm like, no. She's like, it's really delicious. There's it another up. one that's, like, I think it's, like, fruit punch flavored. It's also monster juice. Yeah. I forget what it's called. It's, like, in a, like, a beige kind of cream colored can. That one's pretty good, too. You should try that I'm one. I'm going to try that. I have a yerba mate can, also monster. I drank another one in the car. Don't judge me. I had a long day, guys. Welcome drink to the two? Cryptic Monster, ca- yeah. uh, the, the cryptic monster uh, Podcast. All right. What about you? Absinthe. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I brought a <laughs> <up> Gatorade bottle. <laughs> I got absinthe. Yeah, I brought a Fruit Punch Gatorade. <laughs> all right. So without further ado, let's get into the stories, guys. What did we all bring? All right. Well, I brought an cons- actual conspiracy. One I've heard about before. One that I really enjoy. And I've actually seen like a lot of examples of this. Yeah. So, this article is from May 11th, 2015. I'm looking at your phone, and I like what I'm seeing. All right. So, the thing about this is, does the Mona Lisa have evidence of aliens in it? God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. We're here, aren't we? <laughs> Welcome to the conspiracy side of this episode. We finally reached this point of the podcast. I mean, to be fair, we don't really have too many conspiracies. We mostly just talk about, like, other things. Yeah, we, we talk about stories that happen, but not, like, actual conspiracies. We but- should get into them. Like, cause this so back in the day, I remember seeing like this video, right? There was also a uh, a, a, a drawing of the uh, the Virgin Mary, 
And in the background, you see a guy and his dog just like pointing up. Yeah, I've seen that one. So it's like this one, like kind of reminded me of. So I'm like, all right, I'll bring this in here. There's one where there's like a lady like in a shell or something, like a clam. Yeah. And she's like naked, but like her hair is covered. Oh, Birth of Venus. I think that's. I don't know the name of it, but in the back, there's something that really looks like a fucking spaceship. It looks like weird as hell. Is that like, what it's called? Birth of Venus? Yeah. Like, I love shit like that. And I love if you can, like, actually go to the thing and, like, actually see it there. You're like, oh, what the fuck? It's actually real. You don't want to do that. The Mona Lisa's pretty small in, like, real life. Yeah. <clears throat> Probably about the size of this painting next to us. And there's a hundred people in the room trying to get a picture of it. So you're just like, the best you'll get is like a fucking far image, like 50 Oh, dude, I'll get away. my binoculars and I just like look at it like, <laughs> where's that man? We'll look at the aliens. He's going to bring up the binoculars that like people back in the days had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, like when they the would go to the theater. Oh, the fucking opera binoculars? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's going to bring those. He's going to be like, oh, I see it. He has a powdered wig for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be like, I see it. Looks like now what? Part, <laughs> looks like he's uh, part of fucking parliament. <laughs> 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 Right. Oh yes, the aliens. <laughs> they have arrived. <laughs> Alright, so the article goes as of, like in London, Leonardo da Vinci's painting of the Mona Lisa may provide proof of, of the existence of extraterrestrial life, according to a website which claims to have spotted the alien hidden in the famous artwork. So it's already coming from a sketchy website. <laughs> but here's those the thing. are my favorites. <laughs> Those are the ones that tell the truth, Jose. They have no one <laughs> they have the no source of income. The they have no bias. <laughs> See, this is how you fucking ruin a country, guys, in 2021. <laughs> With conspiracy theories? Conspiracy, like, validating conspiracy <laughs> theories. So a shitty website. So the Paranormal Crucible website claims to have spotted an alien high priest hidden in the painting, identifying uh, identifying it with its features, a headdress, a cloak, and hands. Which is already sounds weird, because I'm pretty sure the Mona Lisa just carries a... Like, it's just a drawing of the Mona Lisa and nothing else. Yeah. Many theologians believe that the Leonardo da Vinci deliberately concealed the secret codes and subliminal messages in most of his work. The Paranormal Crucible website said in a video which posted online. I'll try to find the video and I'll see if I can post a clip of it on the Instagram. Crypto Coffee Pod. <laughs> I approve. <laughs> I'm not even mad. <laughs> if Rain like, shook his head, I just, I was, I, I was going to go, mm-hmm, but you spoke <laughs> before I could say anything. <laughs> to be fair, though, I've, I'm mostly working on the Instagram. I fucking love how it's coming out. Yeah. I like opening Instagram at like 3 a.m. <laughs> I'm on the toilet. And I'm like, hey, Jose posted. <laughs> yeah, thank God you do it because I would have just been posting memes <laughs> like the whole time. I mean, I posted a meme today. Yeah, that the was not alert, the not deer. <laughs> See, you can date when we're recording this by the be uh, talking about the picture of the not deer. It's October 2nd. It is 10.56 p.m. <laughs> Don't you mean 3 a.m.? I got work in two hours, guys. <laughs> it is 3 in the morning. <laughs> it is 3 a.m. It's not October 3rd. I mean, October 3rd, not the 2nd. Jose has work in two hours. Oh, that sucks, man. Pray for our man. Yeah. It's fair, dude. I've, like, I think over the past few days, I've had, like, maybe at most six hours of sleep combined. Shit. I'll be honest. The only reason I even, like, said I'm down for, like, a late night one, because I work late tomorrow. Yeah. The fact that you work at 5 a.m., holy shit, man. I mean, like, so most people don't know, but it's been about two weeks since we've had recorded again. Yeah. Um, I've got a new job and having to, like, deal with late night shifts, early morning shifts. Because we'll be like, hey, we can, we can record an episode today. Never mind. They, they scheduled me for 3 o'clock in the fucking morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were, like, all excited in the group chat. Like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Wait, no. They scheduled me. <laughs> and the energy level just went, oh. Yeah, like an hour later. It's just, the group, oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> the chat was dead after that. We just left it like, on scene. Don't get me wrong. I love my job. It's, uh, it's 
probably been like the least stressful job I've ever had in my life. Yeah. But I got to work at 3 a.m. Yeah, that's not good, man. <laughs> All right, though. Back to this. If this is true, it is reasonable to assume the Mona Lisa was, in fact, painted in order to conceal important historical and religious facts, possibly regarding the extraterrestrial presence and the serpentipitous involvement within the Roman Catholic Church, it said. However, the video admits to enhancing the colors of the painting to make the features look more visible, according to the mirror.co.uk. Scott T. Waring, an alien conspiracy theorist who runs the UFO sighting daily website, agrees with the possibility of an alien image lurking in the Vichy's painting. He he was known for hiding secret messages and his code and codes in his in his artwork, so this so this his new discovery gives us the key that we've been that we may have been missing about him. His extraordinary <laughs> this is fucking great. I love this line. Yeah, his extraordinary abilities come from uh, where it uh, came from or were those of aliens. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy's like this guy's like he drew alien like he drew a hidden alien in this Mona Lisa. That's where his abilities came from. That's fucked up, man. That's the that's on the same level with like, how did the Egyptians build the pyramids? They clearly couldn't have done it on their own. They had to be aliens. How did this guy create such great artwork? He couldn't have done it. It had to be aliens. <laughs> but yeah, like, like I said, like the reason I, I actually like love this story, like I of course it comes from like a sketch of sight. Yeah. But the reason it brought me up because I remember seeing those uh, old those art you know old school artwork. Yeah. Didn't sports. they put her like under like a black light or something? Yeah. And, like they found some shit. I I. I this is all like very like long time ago when I saw this. It was, I think I saw it like on Discovery Channel or something. This is all new to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. It's like I know it's like like I said, it's it's probably sketchy, but the fact that you know you you actually do see a lot of stuff in old artwork where you see like people looking up, and yeah. you're like you see like you see objects because they painted what they were from. Yeah. So this guy probably saw a fucking UFO and it's like, all right, well I guess I'm drawing that fucking thing in there. I forget who it was. I think it was Michelangelo. I think actually a lot of like the Renaissance painters, they were like, you guys know about like the Sistine Chapel and everything, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Big fresco murals all over like uh, Florence, Italy. I think they were atheists, <laughs> like a lot of them. And so like they hid a bunch of shit in those murals, <laughs> like talking shit about the church while being paid by the church to paint the church. <laughs> there was uh, something recently. Uh, I forgot who I forgot who did it, and I'm pretty. If I'm correctly, it was uh, it was old. It was carving in a church. Yeah, they're like, no one's ever gonna look up this high. So yeah, I think you know. I think your friend Emily knows what I'm talking about. No, no, but I'm excited. To hear. So it's a guy with like holding up his like Nick Gary. So it's a guy holding up his legs up to his head, and just full. You'll see full on dong was carved <laughs> into this into this thing because the guy was like, no one will ever climb up this high. No one will ever notice this. <laughs> So he carved it up there. A full fucking carving. Like a statue of a man. Legs up, like full mission. It was like it was like in an arch, like an arch uh carved yeah. in a church. And the guy was just like full and full missionary. <laughs> legs up, dong out, just carved there. Cause his whole reason I think he was like, no one's ever gonna look up here. Mm-hmm. Like who's gonna notice this? Exactly. Someone finally went up and noticed it, and that's how we we arrive at that situation. I'm telling you, man, Renaissance painters, painters, they were gangsters. The original gangsters. <laughs> they were trolling the whole time. I, I can assure you they were tro- they were probably high as fuck trolling the church. They were just like, holy shit, we're getting paid for this? Yeah. <laughs> it is crazy, though. Like, some of those paintings, like, took generations. Like, yeah. it, it took four motherfuckers' <laughs> lives to, like, do that whole painting. That's fucking crazy. Right. There, like, there goes my story, my uh, crazy conspiracy story. 
I'm a, I wanted to start doing more conspiracy theories. Yeah. Just because, like, I do love them no matter how ridiculous they are. Just wait till next week when I start talking about masks and how they're the sign of the devil or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm ready for that one. <laughs> I'm ready to talk about that shit. Jesus. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting ready to get into some other stuff. The story I brought today, it's because I... I had already said I'm gonna bring it, yeah. but trust me, I'm getting into some shit. <laughs> I am getting in. I'm 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 going deep, boys. I'm I'm starting to be a flat earther, not a <laughs> flat earther, but like I'm starting to be there. Like I believe in this shit. <laughs> Usually, I don't believe in anything that we talk about, but I love talking about it. Yeah. But this shit, I'm like, yeah, this is real. <laughs> like 100, undoubtedly, this is real. I we lost it. your friend of the rabbit hole. And it's some crazy yeah. shit. You'll you'll realize when we talk about it. So Zeus. Oh, um, this is pretty long. I don't know. If is there any main story tonight? You want me to go? Yeah. Okay. I don't know who was the main guy today, so I wrote a pretty oh, long I'm one I'm pretty too. sure it was going to, like, well, according to our, like, schedule, I think it should have been you, but Zeus asked if he could be main story. Okay. And then so we're like, all right, yeah, go for it. Well, we got two long ones then. That's good. You guys are in for a treat. <laughs> You're in here for a treat as well. <laughs> so, ever since we went to Sequoia... Jose and me brought up UFOs. Yeah. Specifically violent UFO <laughs> encounters. Oh, my God. I forgot all about this story. <laughs> oh, dude, when he said it, I was like, oh, we're there. I told we're you, there. You're in for a treat today. <laughs> so, Jose uh, ended up bringing his uh, Brazil encounters. It's time to, for me to bring mine. So, our story takes place in Dubno, a little city in the Ukraine. Population 40,000 people. That's not a lot, guys. For reference, the city of Long Beach has 10 times more people. Just Long Beach itself. For real? Yeah. We have about 400,000 people in Long Beach. Fuck. That's a lot. It takes place January 11th, 2008. I thought this shit was in the 70s. This shit happened in 2008. <laughs> Lady Gaga was a thing. 34-year-old <laughs> yeah. uh, martial arts instructor Vladimir and Olga Vorneshki were at home with their three children, Vanessa, who is nine years old, Angelica, who is eight years old, and their toddler, Arthur, who is 18 months. The sun was beginning to set, so Olga told her daughters to go to the store and, and pick something up for her. Vanessa and Angelica headed out. They got to the store, they got what they were there to get, and they started to head back. On the way back is when things started to get weird, guys. They saw, they saw a round ball of white light with red and yellow flashing lights around it. And it was flying around the, through the sky. Not only that, it followed them home. So you're, you're nine and eight years old. Yeah. You're going to the store probably to pick up a bag of potatoes or something. I don't know what they eat in the Ukraine. <laughs> bag of potatoes. <laughs> Shout out to your Ukraine <laughs> listeners. Tell us what you eat. <laughs> on the Instagram. Comment on one photo. Just a random one. Crypto coffee pod. <laughs> So yeah, on their way back home from the store, they see this ball of light and it starts following them home. Obviously, any normal person would be worried. So when they go, they get home, they tell their parents. They're fucking freaked the fuck out. Like, dude, we saw a flying star, according to them. It was, they called it a flying star. Olga tells her daughters that they probably saw a plane or a satellite. But the daughters say that, they, that it had no wings and it was round. It could not have been a plane. So the daughters drew what they saw separately. They went into their own rooms and they both drew what they saw. The images were so similar that the skeptical Vladimir and Olga were convinced to take a look outside when the daughters kept telling them to please go outside and look. And at 9 p.m. they all walked out 
to find a self-illuminating object flying high above the nearby river. So yeah, they did see it. Oh my god, Jose, I just saw what you pulled up. It's the fucking carving. <laughs> oh, the... <laughs> It's a little dude. <laughs> Jesus. Spread eagle. <laughs> they pixelated the balls, but you can clearly see what's there. We, I interrupted his story for this. <laughs> it took them 800 years to find. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Best Easter egg ever. He got a fucking hat on, too. <laughs> he does? He's got a little hat. Oh, my God. He's got a robe. Dude, it would have been perfect if they just gave him like a little smile too. <laughs> a little fucking like I mean like look at the close up on his face. Eyes closed. <laughs> I thought that he was smiling. It kind of looks like a smirk. Yeah, it kind of it's like that type of smirk like they won't see this <laughs> for 800 years. Where was I? Oh yeah. So because the pictures were so similar, they were convinced. They go outside and Olga and Vladimir do end up seeing this ball of light. Olga took a picture of it with her phone, but it came out looking like a yellow smudge. Keep in mind, it was 2008. Cameras were not good. I told you guys, I saw a UFO around this time. I also took a photo. You could not even see the light. You just saw black sky. <laughs> so I can, I, I, I can feel for Olga. <laughs> After staring at it for a while, they decide that it's probably nothing important, and they go back inside to have dinner. I mean, it's Ukraine. You're next to Russia. I don't know how life is over there, so I'd be like, it's probably a Russian experiment. Let's go have dinner. <laughs> Angelica, potatoes? <laughs> Did you bring them? So they ate dinner, and they went to bed. Everything normal. At 2 a.m., Vladimir was awoken. He doesn't know what startled him, but after opening his eyes, he realized that his room was illuminated by a bright violet light. The whole room was violet. He doesn't know why. He tries to wake up his wife, but while she's sleeping, she tells him that he's only dreaming. <laughs> like, when you're not trying to wake up or you're not trying to fucking, like, face any problem that's happening, sure. it's all right. So go back to sleep. <laughs> Ignore it. It'll go away. It actually works on black. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this convinces him. Hey, he actually tried to close his eyes again. However, was that? Oh, the AC? <laughs> that's Nazi UFO. That's the alien. Oh, no. Sorry for the background noise, guys. So he tries to close his eyes again. However, Angelica then runs in the room, his daughter. She says that her room is illuminated by an orange light. Fucking rainbow house out here. <laughs> so she wakes both of them up. Olga tries to comfort her daughter when she casually looks up. Olga immediately grabs her daughter and shakes her husband, who then wakes up. Olga, in a terrified voice, tells Vladimir to look up. When he does, he sees that the roof and the ceiling have completely disappeared. All he sees is the stars in the night sky. And a UFO. <laughs> <laughs> because amongst the stars in the sky was a large disc-like craft hovering above them. Right above them. Above their fucking house. Both Vlad and Olga run outside to get a better look of the disc. And this time, it moves about 300 feet away from their home. That's when the couple realized that they were unable to move. So they go outside. They see the UFO that's right above them. The thing fucking moves, and they're paralyzed. 
We're in the middle of Ukraine. I have to stress this, boys. We're in the middle of the Ukraine. I don't know what the fuck is over there. <laughs> this is pretty scary. <laughs> then, without warning, Olga felt herself floating through the air and towards the craft. It was a tractor beam. Classic fucking... Like alien movie. Classic. It's it's even a flying saucer. Like, it, they say they say it's a flying saucer. It's a disc-shaped uh, uh, object. Vladimir, through sheer force of will, broke free from his paralysis and <laughs> lunged at his wife, who was floating away, barely missing one of her legs. So he just missed her. Yeah. It's fucked. Well, we could tell who's the fucking main character. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He should have been like, it's still just a dream. So Vlad had to stare helplessly as his wife disappeared into the light. And then he froze again. <laughs> Next thing we know, I think he passes out because they both find themselves standing side by side in a white, brightly lit area. Naked, both of them. It's a white room with no furniture, no control panels, no lights, nothing. Just white. And one seems to be in the middle like a room full of like glass. It's like a force field. Yeah. As far as what they say. They can tell it's a force field, but it looks like glass to them. The couple then turned their heads and caught sight of their abductors. The couple claimed that they were confronted by 11 entities. Fuck. 11? What the fuck? 11. Oh, it, it, we're barely starting, boys. It was just the two of them. Like, the two aliens was like, oh, yeah, this will be easy. It's just like, you know, our normal job. And then they saw Vladimir come out of it. And they're like, bring the rest. <laughs> bring, bring the, the rest the of the boys. <laughs> 11 entities. They were beyond the glass walls. And they were like human humanoids. With smooth gray skin, bulb-like heads, black eyes, and three fingers on each hand. So standard grays, right? Yeah. So far. That's where it ends. They were about three feet tall, but they had no feet. No legs. They had slug-like appendages. So they look like... Imagine a fucking alien gray, but the bottom is a snail. A slug. Mm. Fucking centaur? Yeah. Of like the (laughs) alien centaur. And the way they moved, Vladimir says, it was like a caterpillar walking. So, oh, you know, so kind of like... When they, like, they drag, like, their shit. Like, they hump, and then they release, and they just keep going. Yeah, they kind of, like, inch their way. It's hard to describe on audio. Like, I'm really, um... Like, so I, I, heard, I pictured aliens, right? Like, I picture your standard grays. And now I'm, like, imagining them on two fucking legs... Doing that fucking caterpillar walk. But they don't have legs. They're slugs. I know, but I'm saying, like, in my mind, when I heard aliens, I'm like, immediately just default to the grays. <laughs> just a regular gray doing that shit, doing the worm. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it was a Friday night, so they were all fucking I mean, like, like, partying, and they're all drunk right now. It, it, was, it was a 2008. They, 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 they were watching Scotty Too Hotty doing the worm, and they said, let's do that as well. <laughs> They were all drunk. Hey, yeah, let's get them. <laughs> the one alien in the back crib walking to them. <laughs> but as terrifying as these beings were, the couple were more terrified when a 12th being appeared. It stood about six and a half feet tall, and it wore a draping tunic that concealed its face, all black. Guys, it was the Space Grim Reaper. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that sounds like it would be a... Grim Reaper. That would be fucking terrifying. Yep. It just stood there. The being showed up, and the slugs get out of the glass wall 
and then they grab Olga. They take her to another section of the room where a strange chair that resembled a gynecologist's chair <laughs> appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, that fucking alien gynecologist. That's, that's not good, man. <laughs> Anytime you see one of those chairs, if you're on a spaceship, that's, that's not, not going to be a good time, especially if you're Olga. God damn it. At the sight of this, Vlad was able to once again break his paralysis and charged towards Olga. He banged his head on an invisible wall. Shit. <laughs> the slugs saw this, and two of them made their way towards Vlad as he yelled the only question that seemed logical to him at this moment. What's going on, guys? <laughs> <laughs> the, the guys? The guys at the end really does it for me. Because I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Nah, what the fuck is going on, guys? <laughs> So he like the way he says it is he got caught in like the adrenaline of everything. Yeah. All he could say was, "What's going on, guys?" <laughs> like that implies like you know these people. Like guys, what the fuck yeah. is going on? Like guys, I'm scared. <laughs> guys, I'm fucking getting angry. <laughs> that had me dying for a solid minute. Like, like he's terrified. He bumps his head. Now two of these aliens are about to beat your ass. What's going on, guys? <laughs> <laughs> The slugs telepathically responded as they looked in his eyes with Vlad. They looked in Vlad's eyes. Nothing terrible. Soon you'll be back home. I don't know about that, but that's not really reassuring. Yeah. What's going on, guys? Eh, nothing terrible. You'll be back home soon. I mean, I'd be scared, but I, that kind of calmed me down. It's like, hey, like, look, we're not going to do nothing terrible to you. You'll be home soon. Just don't worry about it. Yeah, once you actually establish communication, it's a little bit better, right? Yeah. Don't you feel? But you're still kind of scared it's still ominous and you still have no idea they have all the power over you you're still fucking afraid but at least you know they understand you yeah, yeah. You're like oh you guys speak what the fuck is up with the grim reaper right there <laughs> why is he here <laughs> <laughs> yeah and according to vlad they spoke to him telepathically in perfect uh perfect ukraine russian <laughs> ukraine listeners what do you speak and what do you eat over there <laughs> Please let us know at the Instagram, Cryptic Coffee. So, nothing terrible. Soon you'll be back home. They speak Ukrainian. Okay. In perfect Ukrainian, the slugs <laughs> respond, nothing terrible. Soon you will be back home. Vlad pushes the two slugs and yells, I am not satisfied with that. Without warning, two more slugs show up, and they all try to grab his arms and legs. But little did they know... That Vladimir was a fucking badass. <laughs> Not only is he an MMA instructor, but he's also a professional wrestler. <laughs> oh, God. <Shit. laughs> the slugs were like, wait, why do I hear boss music? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the doom music. <laughs> he starts beating their ass. <laughs> These are still alien slugs. Yes. They're three feet tall. He says they're strong as fuck. But he's still beating their ass. <laughs> Two more beings jumped in. It's now six versus one. Vlad frees himself from all six of them grasping him. And he sends the, fly the slugs flying one by one. What the fuck? He kicks, he punches, and he throws all of them. Shit. What the fuck is going on? Vlad thought that more would join. But he was surprised that the rest were just ignoring him. While the six of the slugs were fighting him to the fucking death. <laughs> After he would kick and throw and, and make them fly, they would fall, land, regain their composure, and go back towards him. <laughs> so they would just like 
it was like a human fucking not human like a fleshy boomerang yeah. just punch him ow all right <laughs> come here you bitch all six of these fucking slugs were doing this no matter how hard vlad fought it kept coming back throughout the fight they would stare into his eyes and telepathically ask the same question why do you resist us after a while, the slugs grew tired of Vlad, and two more <laughs> showed up with metallic rods, two in each hand. Despite his skills, and now eight being the now eight beings managed to overtake him, and they shoved all four rods into Vlad's chest. Vlad felt no pain, but he was paralyzed. He thought he would die soon. I mean, I would have thought so too. My boy got shanked by four <laughs> fucking rods. I think I'd die too. Like. Like, the whole experience is fucking scary, right? Yeah. But if they say, look, we're not going to hurt you. Like, as long as another can understand me, I'd be like, fine. Fuck it. Let's, <laughs> let's get this going with. I would not really go to, like, I'm going to kick all your asses and get myself fucking killed. Nah, dude. Vladimir's built different. <laughs> He's, he really fucking is. <laughs> Holy shit. beating their like ass. Vladimir's the fucking Ukrainian doom guy. <laughs> 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 Just doesn't speak. <laughs> Only violence. I like how they were tired and they're like, bring the weapons. <laughs> they couldn't take them. They had to. They could not take them. They had to bring weapons. This is how badass Vladimir was. He could beat alien ass. We can now define like definitively say a human could beat alien ass. They need weapons. Just one of the slugs gets knocked over just like, hey, yo, bring the rocks. <laughs> Imagine if you had a gun or something and shit really went south. When the aliens invade, we got to call Vlad. We got, we got, we all got to go to Ukraine. Apparently, everyone over there could beat aliens' asses. So he was paralyzed. He had no pain, but there was nothing he could do now. He saw all he could do was watch as the creatures dragged his wife towards the chair. As they sat Olga down, she looked around and was relieved to not see any surgical equipment. She's like, okay, I'm here, but I don't see, like, the idea is, like, it's 2008. People know about, like, alien abductions. They yeah. know what happens when you get abducted. But she doesn't see any surgical equipment. She's like, maybe they're not going to do anything to me. Then they're bringing him out. Yeah, fucking Helga. She had no idea what was coming for her. I called her Helga. Her name is Olga. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he just watched an episode of Hair on before he came here. Yeah. But as soon as she saw that, she looked back down at herself and saw that she was already open. She had what? a large gash, <laughs> and her organs were exposed. What, what the, the fuck? fuck? She sits down. She's like, what's going to happen to me? Well, okay, there's there's no surgical equipment. I'm open! <laughs> That's my spleen! That's fucking horrifying. Yeah. And standing beside her now were, a, were some new entities. So there's a third kind of entity here. They were all taking samples of her organs. Now, the entities were more humanoid-like. They had feet. They had arms. But they don't. They didn't have a mouth, a nose, or ears. They still had three fingers, though. But a little more human-like. So are these uh, more of the greys? Imagine the greys now at this point. Nah. Without the nose. No mouth, mouth, nose, or ears. Yeah. So they had eyes. Yeah. So it's just a head with eyes. They called these the doctors, basically. Yeah. Uh, the couple. The doctors kept asking Olga if she felt any pain. She did not. They seemed more uh, like empathetic empathetic yeah they were like don't worry everything's gonna be fine they talked to her in like a more a better tone the slugs according to them they had no emotion 
They were just like, why are you resisting us? Yeah. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> like, no emotion abs- uh, whatsoever. These guys had a little more emotion. And they told Olga that they wouldn't do any harm to her. They just wanted to take a look. Why? Uh, quote, unquote, we just want to take a look. I, I don't I don't know. They were taking samples of her organs. I don't know what the fuck they're looking for. After it was all done, Olga noticed that there wasn't even a trace of a scar on her. So there was no fucking evidence that they even opened her up or anything. Fucking magicians. Yeah. Or it's all fucking fake. <laughs> it magically disappeared. But now it was her turn to watch her husband being exp- to watch her husband as he was being experimented by these beings. One approached Vladimir with something that resembled a gun and pointed it towards his head. <laughs> so <laughs> they like, literally come up the guy that just beat your ass. A fucking doctor shows up and points a gun <laughs> to you. I don't think that's a good sign. He was like, I might be a healer, but <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna reference that too. <laughs> that's not where the crazy part ends. The being then proceeded to push the entire thing inside Vladimir's head. What? The whole gun device looking thing went inside his head. Just shooting his fucking brains out. He didn't out. shoot him. He put the gun in his brain. He's going to shoot his fucking brains out. Holy shit. Vlad was shocked, but he again felt no pain. That's fucking crazy. They then escorted him to an outside area where Vlad found himself face to face with the six-foot-tall being, which the smaller beings refer to as the Professor. The Professor? We got the, we got the Doctor? We got the, the Grim Reaper? <laughs> no, the Grim Reaper is the Professor. Oh, okay. Oh. They all called him the Professor. And that is the first-ever Cryptic Coffee cliffhanger, boys, because there's going to be a part two. <laughs> is that long? Holy shit. <laughs> well, fucking tune in next time. That shit. I really, I couldn't get through, like, the part where he's just beating all their aliens. <laughs> he says that, like, he keeps punching them, but they came flying back. Like, almost like a Wii, like, game. Fuck. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever heard of anyone actually, like, fighting the aliens. Yeah. It sucks that just a cliffhanger, but I could wait. <laughs> Trust me, I'm leaving it as a cliffhanger because the second part is a lot more, like, they... He talks a lot with uh, fucking uh, the professor. Yeah. And he explains a lot of shit. And I don't want to like, we're already like 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to like put it all in one episode. Yeah. That's fine then. Yeah. I could wait till next time we record so we could hear the rest. I'll, I'll tell you after the episode. Oh, no. <laughs> I want I want to listen when, okay. when we record again because it, it's going to make it more genuine, my reaction. There's still more funny shit co- to come. <laughs> <laughs> it's this already sh- funny enough of everything that happened. <laughs> this shit's hilarious, dude. <clears throat> all right well um i brought a story about don decker y'all know who that is i've never heard that name I've in heard my life him. you yeah <laughs> all right well you're in for a treat if you're in i'm scared <laughs> he's also known as the rain man <laughs> oh I, I wait remember, i brought this up uh, a while ago uh it was an episode of unsolved mysteries that um i i brought this up and you guys were like what the fuck it sounds not like leaky pipes yeah I just heard an episode about this. Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I think I know. Because when I was writing this down, I was like, I'm pretty sure Jose told us about this, and I was like, I think he did. <laughs> like, I don't know if it was in the podcast or um, just us hanging out. Yeah, I definitely remember hearing this uh, recently. I listened to a lot of like mystery podcasts. I definitely remember this. All right, it's fresh in my mind. So yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> 
All right. In 1983, when Don was 21 years old, he was serving time at Monroe County Correctional Facility in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, for receiving stolen property. When his grandfather, James Kissaw, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce his last name, right? Kissaw. Kissaw? Yeah. Kaisi. <laughs> his grand. His grandfather, James Kissaw, died in February. Don was relieved at the news due to the abuse at the hands of his grandfather. Don was released over the weekend to attend the funeral. However, upon seeing the outpouring of sympathy for his grandfather, who he despised, he became distraught uh, hearing everyone else speaking so highly of him. No one else at the funeral knew James had a dark secret regarding the abuse of his seven-year-old grandson. Unable to listen to the way his family spoke lovingly about his grandfather, which Don felt was glorifying his abuser, he left the funeral. Don's mother would not allow him to stay in her house, so Don went to stay with family friends Bob and Jeannie Kiefer. Don was in the bathroom washing up for supper when a feeling overcame him. He later came to describe as weird. <laughs> Guys, what? Weird. <laughs> Don stated as he tried to dry his hands, he said it felt as though the air had gone out of the room and he was standing in a vacuum. He said he felt very cold. His eyes went to the window where he says he saw the face of an old man wearing a crown laughing at him. I don't remember that part. <laughs> it, there's, it, gets, it gets deep. Um, I don't want to spoil so much because I, I, I said I, I used to live on Solid Mysteries, so I've seen this one episode a lot. And um, I, when, when I was talking to you guys about it, I remember looking it up as well. So Yeah. I do remember he saw a ghost or something right before everything started. Yeah. yeah. Don also claimed something cut deep claw marks into his forearm. When it all stopped, he was able to gather himself to go down for supper, but Don couldn't bring himself to discuss what happened with his friends. Bob noticed the marks on Don's arm, and Don insisted he didn't do it. Instead, he stated that there was something upstairs. After supper, they relaxed in the living room, but then a cold feeling, just like the one Don felt upstairs, came over the room. Jeannie looked around and saw water running down the wall. The Kiefers assumed they had a leak and called their landlord, Ron Van Wy, to come look at the water pipes. The landlord and his wife, Romaine, came out to the property, but confirmed that there were no water pipes in the places. <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you feel my pain? Yes. <laughs> you feel my pain? I struggle to get past that last story as well. Because, dude, it's, <laughs> this isn't going to make it on the pot, but like the humidity and then the dry air fucks everything up. Oh, yeah. Not to mention the fact that I was sick a week ago. Oh, Thinking fuck, I had yeah. COVID. Dude, that shit's scary. Yeah. I remember, I think I had got like just a minor cough and i was like i'm gonna die <laughs> just, i didn't even question it like it's probably just like a little cough it'll go away i my mind went immediately to i'm gonna die okay you know what <laughs> this is going on the podcast <laughs> i remember when the pandemic first started like a couple months in i woke up in like a cold shiver it was like four in the morning i go to the bathroom and i'm dry heaving for no reason fuck i'm like I'm really gonna die. I really have this shit. Dude, I never I thought. Freaked the fuck out. I was having a full-on existential crisis in that bathroom for like a good, not even gonna lie, forty minutes. You're just thinking, I'm really gonna have COVID. Fuck. It went away. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was possessed. Dude, 
It's fucking the devil just going, I got you. Yeah, dude. I went back to sleep, woke up fine the next day. <laughs> the devil looked at you and went, it's just a prank, bro. <laughs> I was pissed. <clears throat> Go ahead. Um, the landlord and his wife, Romaine, came out to the property but confirmed that there were no water pipes in the places from where the water was coming from. Ron and Bob checked everything in the house and found no leaks. When they returned to the living room, Don was sitting on the couch staring into, into space. At that point, Ron noticed the water appeared to be dripping upwards towards the ceiling. Completely baffled and with no idea what to do, they called the police. <laughs> They're like, we don't know what's going on. Call the police. <laughs> this, is, this is on the same level as when they called the FBI on that episode. <laughs> the for, fucking, for the lady? Yeah, the lady that caught on fire. What should we do? Call the FBI. Mr. Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> Or, uh, the bleeding house. Yeah. <laughs> when they called the police. Like, there's a leak. Quick, call the police. <laughs> <laughs> Just the image of that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> From my understanding, the landlords knew where the pipes were. And yeah. where the leaking was coming from, there was no pipes there, right? Yeah, there's That's no pipes. That's why they freaked out. Yeah, there's no pipes at that part of the house. But at the same time, too. Why would you go call the police? Yeah. <laughs> it just makes no fucking sense. Call a plumber. <laughs> or the warrants. <laughs> call the warrants. <laughs> call the war- I forgot that was a meme for a while. <laughs> fucking, it, it, if anything scary happens in your home. Call the warrants? Yeah, the warrants. You, your first thought well, should not be the police. Well, like, they're they're long gone. My first thought would be like, call Zach Bagans. Yeah, now it's Zach Bagans. <laughs> But back, when is this, the 80s or 70s? It was 1983. 1983. That's Wait, around the time. So, 83. Uh-huh. is that the same time with the Space Brains? No. Space Brains is 71, I believe. Because there, there was another story that we had done recently where it also took place in like 70s, 80s, 83, I believe. Yeah. We've done a lot of stories in these two decades. Yeah. 70s, 80s is the main one. I Fuck. still think it's the 70s that caused everything. <laughs> All the crazy shit happens back back then. Yeah. Apparently not. 2008, these motherfuckers were fighting aliens. <laughs> it's the rare cases like that <laughs> that make it special. It was so crazy, I automatically thought it was in the 70s. I automatically <laughs> thought, yeah, 1980, this guy fucking in Ukraine beat some alien ass. And he watched his wife get probed. Nope, 2008. <clears throat> Olga probably had an iPhone. <laughs> Think about that. No, that's fucking think about weird. That. That's weird to think. That's weird to think, right? Yeah. yeah. Like Olga. they they had iPhones and it's old ass names too, so it doesn't help. Vladimir and Olga. No, they had iPhones. Fuck. I could just imagine Ed and Lorraine walking in. He's like, Lorraine, we got a water demon. <laughs> Let's go. Bring the umbrellas and the ponchos. Didn't we have Ed and Lorraine at Home Depot at one point in this podcast? No, I don't. Yeah, think, no. no, we did, we did. When the when they did a uh, fucking exorcism for the lumber, <laughs> oh, they showed up. Yeah, really? We made it. No, we made a joke oh. that Ed and Lorraine are in Home Depot as well. I was like, they really showed up for that. <laughs> of all the famous cases, they showed up to that. <laughs> we just keep making the joke that they show up everywhere. <laughs> you go where the paranormal happens. Just fucking Ed and Lorraine, just like. Man, we haven't had a hot case in a minute, huh? <laughs> and just <laughs> let's go to you Home Depot. You need to come to Home Depot. <laughs> we gotta exorcise them on, on aisle nine. Yeah, I love this meme. I like where it's going. 
Eat it. <laughs> I don't even know if this is going to be in it or it's going to be a blooper, but... No, it's going to be in it. Oh, okay. Because I know sometimes it'll be a blooper. Why are you staring at me? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say something. Mm-hmm. I mean, for sure, the blooper we got to cut, like, we got to splice is, though, to me bring up the fucking picture. Because, yeah. like, it sounds so weird just, like, going right in the middle of the story. No, I'll, I'll probably do it. In. It's kind of fun. <clears throat> All right, I'll, I'll continue. <laughs> Bob called Officer John Bauhan, right? John knew Bob and came to his aid when Bob asked for his help, even in this odd situation. While the group stood staring <clears throat> at the water, one large drop formed in midair and shot off into the kitchen. John Bauhan and Richard Wolbert, which is John's partner, observed water dripping from the walls, ceiling, and now coming up through the floor. The officer saw water drops going horizontally from wall to wall as well at some point in the evening pam scrofano the neighboring restaurant owner also stopped by and witnessed this event before returning to the restaurant (laughs) once water starts going up i'm out i i just like to imagine she's like going to clock in and she's like fuck is all this commotion (laughs) (laughs) there's water going up all right well i'm out (laughs) it just walks in goes oh my god (laughs) i gotta go make money i'll be right back (laughs) Yo, who's got a leaky pipe? (laughs) (laughs) We got to email Zach. (laughs) There's our tax dollars. (laughs) Fixing water. Wait, you're fucking right. It's tax dollars fixing water. (laughs) It didn't occur to me. It's just like, wait a minute. Our tax dollars go to fucking leaky pipes. Someone wasted tax dollars on water. Remember that. 1984. No, 83. 83. Someone wasted tax dollars on water. Fun facts with Efren. (laughs) (laughs) The officers left to file a report with the police chief. Under instruction from the officers, Don and the Kiefers went across the street to Pam's restaurant, while Ron and Romaine stayed behind. Right after they left, the rain completely disappeared. When Don and the Kiefers arrive at the restaurant, it suddenly started to rain inside. Pam was convinced Don was possessed, so gave him a crucifix, which allegedly started to burn him. She told him to contact the church to perform an exorcism. When Don and the Kiefers left, the rain stopped inside the restaurant. Back at the Kiefers' home, Romaine confronted Don and accused him of somehow purposely causing all of this. Suddenly, pots and pans started banging in the kitchen and Don levitated off the ground. Then he was thrown violently across the room by an unseen force. The officers returned with their chief, who was a skeptic. The chief was adamant that it was a plumbing problem and not supernatural, so he ordered the officers to leave and not file a report. (laughs) How the fuck do you see pots and pans flying around and say, this is a plumbing problem. (laughs) We should leave this to the experts. Ed and Lorraine Warren, come on down. I feel like at that point, the chief believed and he's like, yeah, no. <laughs> this is a little bit above my pay grade. Yeah. This is out of my jurisdiction. I'm here to protect the people against people. <laughs> Richard, <Not> demons. <laughs> Richard, call the FBI. <laughs> Mr. Hoover. <laughs> the next day, against the chief's orders, three officers returned to try and help the Kiefers figure out what was going on. One officer gave Don a crucifix, which again burned his hands. The rain started up again and Don was thrown across the room. 
The officers saw three marks on Don's neck, which were bleeding. Ron started appe- started appealing to the churches for help. Every priest and minister he spoke to turned him down, but eventually an evangelical preacher responded to his pleas for help. That man was Ed Warren. <laughs> and agreed to come and attempt an exorcism. When the preacher began to pray, Don began to convulse violently. <clears throat> At the end of the prayer, the rain stopped and those present said they felt like the atmosphere changed inside the house, back to a peaceful feeling. The following morning, Don returned to jail to finish his sentence. Yeah. If you weren't listening closely, keep in mind, he's in jail this whole time. Yeah. They just let him out because his father died. Oh, wait, I think it was his grandfather. Grandfather, my bad. So now he has to go back to prison, like a good little boy. He was there for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> He must have been a Swedish. <laughs> Imagine your your friend is like, yeah, I'm out of like prison for the weekend. Can I chill at your house? Yeah, sure. It, it, all this shit happens. All right, gotta go now. <laughs> I would have been like, are you sure y'all should take him back? Like, <laughs> I'm thinking, what the fuck are they doing in that prison? <laughs> <laughs> they did this to him. Yeah. <laughs> Warden Dave Keenhold stated he noticed that something was not right with Don when he returned. <laughs> Don apparently had a new demeanor, which allegedly frightened the other inmates. <laughs> he walks in. I'm sorry for interrupting. He walks in with a rain cloud and pots floating over him. <laughs> He's like, something's not right here. <laughs> Don stated that he felt as though he had harnessed an energy and it started raining in his cell in every direction possible. Holy Don's shit. cellmate begged the warden for help. So Warden Keenhold called in the prison chaplain... Reverend Reverend William Blackburn to perform an exorcism. The Reverend initially accused Don of making things up, but when the cell filled with a death-like odor and rain began to pour inside the cell, he realized that it was not a hoax and started to read aloud from the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) A short while later, the exorcism was completed. Don seemed at peace and the rain stopped. To this day, Don Decker states... He has never experienced the terrible feelings or occurrences that he did during that weekend almost 30 years ago. He firmly believes that it was the spirit of his grandfather coming back to harm him from the grave. The rain has never occurred since, but Don and the various witnesses still don't have an explanation for it. In 2012, Don was arrested and charged with arson. (laughs) I was going to bring this up. He went from the rain man to the fire man. I did not know this. (laughs) I did not know this. Although the incident was unrelated to the 1983 happenings. No, it was related. (laughs) Some say the new arrest makes him appear less credible. I mean, look, he was like, if he was in prison when this happened, like if this makes, if you think this makes him less credible, then I don't know what to say to you. To quote the great Ed Warren, there's a fire demon. I mean, if there's a water demon. There's a fire demon. <laughs> if there's a water demon, kill it with fire. <laughs> You're like, if he, because if, I'm like, if he didn't bring this up, I was going to bring it up. That this man was arrested on arson. I can't blame my man for trying to fix his problems, that's, all right? That's kind of funny, too, though, that he's known as the rain man just getting <laughs> arrested for arson. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, it's like, wait, what if, what if he was commit, like, what if they charged him with arson because he was somewhere and he was like, Bro, look, I'm going to light this place on fire, and I'm going to make it rain right here, right now, to <laughs> prove it to y'all, that I'm the rain man. It's whole place burned down, and they're like, uh, yeah, officer, that's him. <laughs> In the back of the police car, like, fuck. <laughs> he was trying to prove it. Oh, shit. 
It's like so fucking ironic. Imagine like an arsonist. He's famous. Like he sets a bunch of forest fires. He died in 1972. Oh, how did he die? Oh, he drowned. <laughs> <laughs> he died in. He drowned in his cell. <laughs> like pure fucking irony. Is he still in jail? I mean, it was in 2012. Mm. Might be. He might still be in jail. Maybe. I'm not really sure. I yeah. haven't looked up. Like also, if he's still in jail. The article said nearly 30 years ago. Yeah, it's, it's nearly 40 now. Yeah, I was reading. <laughs> I was just reading it, and I'm I was like, like, "Guys, it's nearly 40 now. Fuck, we're old." I wonder if he's still alive. He should be. I want to. I want to meet him. <laughs> like, hey, Mr. Rain Man. Yeah. I want to meet fucking Vladimir. I want to see what the fuck. <laughs> I want to meet everybody that we've talked about ever, <laughs> especially the Space Brains guy, John. John Hodge. <laughs> I still want to dress up as a Space Brain and show up to his house. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm, I still look forward to one day like meeting the the pterodactyl lady. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. From episode one. Yeah, she's. I mean, that. That article came out that week. Yeah, this was recent. This is all recent. Fuck, I should like try to find out. Because I think they gave her name in it, too. I should reach out. We might get lucky and she'll listen to us. We do have... I told you guys, right? Yeah, we have listeners over there. The algorithm like helps us whenever we mention a place. We get listeners in that specific place. So as soon as I said that, we got a fucking listener. I think it was North Carolina or South Carolina. Yeah. We got in the fucking... In, in Raleigh. In the fucking city, we got a couple of listeners. That's crazy. By the way, shout out to our new listeners in Brazil and in uh, Colombia. This is the uh, this is the the worldwide Crypto Coffee podcast. We finally reached South America, boys. It's three a.m. somewhere. Yeah. Before you said Colombia, I was gonna fuck around and go Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but in my mind, I associate Ohio with demons. I'm there's probably like an Ohio demon story somewhere. Ohio and Indiana. Is the okay? I'm about to talk shit about states. Ohio <laughs> and Indiana is the place where everyone who is in another place comes from. Yeah. Everyone leaves those states. You meet someone in New York, Los Angeles, Miami. Oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm, my parents are from Indiana. Like that's the type of person that lives there. They always leave. Not to shit on Indiana or Ohio. You guys are probably great. Yeah, shout out to Brazil. Shout out to Colombia. We like samba over here. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> give y'all guys the look. He's like, no, we don't. <laughs> we like football. <laughs> Jogo bonito. Shout out to Colombia. I don't, I don't understand why you put cheese on your hot chocolate, but I'll respect it. What? Put cheese in their hot chocolate? Colombians put cheese in their hot chocolate. What the fuck? Yeah, I've known that for a while. <laughs> I, I saw it as a meme one time, and I thought it was just a cursed photo. They no, they really do it. Apparently, it's pretty good. I don't think I'm I don't gonna, think I'll ever try yeah. it, but fuck. Another fun fact about Ohio. At one point, I think it was 18. No, 17 like something. France and England were fighting for Ohio. What the fuck? It wasn't called Ohio at that point, but like they were fighting for the territory. <laughs> so like, I think there's this YouTuber. Oh, I, I, you guys know it. Like the history of Japan. Yeah. <clears throat> I forget what his name is, but y'all know about the video, right? Yeah, I know the video. Yeah. He made another video where he's like the entire history of the the history of the entire world. Yeah. Or of oh, everything. Isn't it like Bill Wirtz? Bill Wirtz, yeah. In that video, if you like uh like uh like single it out, he says really quickly, uh France and England are fighting for Ohio. Because <laughs> it's true. They were fighting. I think it was the French and Indian War. They were fighting for that territory, which eventually became Ohio. But just like the idea, like throughout history. At one point, England and France were fighting for Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
sounds funny in modern day, but it's true. Just like the fact that tax dollars were wasted in 1983 <laughs> yeah, <fucking> for water. <laughs> for water demons. Water demons. All right. Anyone got anything else to add? So, I, um, last time we recorded an episode, I brought up this weird belief I have. Because uh, it, it was related to the story Frank had brought in. And I remember in the car, I was like, hey, I don't know if I should have brought it up. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You yeah. left us kind of hanging, no? Yeah. So... It's going to sound fucking weird, and even I believe it's fucking weird, but I, believe I constantly on. believe we're, like, shifting through different dimensions. Like, the like the, the Zeus that's sitting right in front of me might not be the Zeus that I interacted with last time. That's some weird relief that I have just because, like, things constantly change. Yeah. And this is actually, like, has to do with the Mandela effect because um, I didn't know this, or, like, your friend didn't know this, but he knows a Shazammer. Yeah. And that's me. Um, I did not know you were a Shazammer. Like a fan, like a, a, a fact about me is that I fucking hate parties. I really like. I always feel uncomfortable. Like even if people, if, even with the people I like, I feel extremely uncomfortable. And Efrain seen me at parties where I'm kind of just usually off by myself, like a fucking wallflower. So like the three of us have never been at the same party. Like I've been at parties with you, and I've been at parties with you, but I don't think it's been the three of us at once, right? No, Jose. Even though every single person in the party is like good friends with him. Jose will still feel like he's like an outsider or something. I always see him. I'm like hanging out with like seven, eight different people. And I'll see Jose with a drink in the corner just like, just chilling. <laughs> like the, vibing to whatever music is happening. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, the last part friends of- with everyone here. Why are you awkward? Yeah, like the thing is, I, uh, it's not, it's just like, I just don't like parties. Like yeah. I'm grateful to be there and I like being there with the people. Yeah. I just really don't like parties. And so this comes to play as um, when I was a kid and Thanksgiving. Same thing. I just don't like being around large groups of people. So I decided to shuffle off into like the little room and Disney Channel was playing. And I saw the fucking trailer for Shazam. And this is where, um, you know, people know it's fake. And then College Humor did a video on this. So College Humor did a video. Whenever I'm looking off in the distance, I'm not looking at anything. I'm just... <laughs> okay. Yeah, every I time like, I look somewhere, Jose's like, what the fuck? Thing. <laughs> Zeus was also looking in that direction. So oh, that's why okay. I turned around. I was like, the fucking someone walk in? <laughs> but okay. So, I should have been like, <laughs> 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 just jump. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, like I walk into this room, right? Disney Channel's playing, and I watch each other for Shazam. Yeah. And I think nothing of it until I hear, like, you know, later on, like when I'm older, that the movie didn't exist. And I'm like, okay, but I remember watching a trailer for this on Thanksgiving when I shuffled away from this party. And then, like, 2017, College Humor does a video. Yeah. Like, they, they do a fake trailer for Shazam. And it's exactly what I remember as a fucking kid. And this fucking scares the shit out of me because, like, that's the thing that freaked me out when you told me this. Yeah. Because, like, it's exactly what I remember. And, like I said, like, this, like, I remember seeing this as a kid. I remember this happening. And I can, like, when people was like, oh, it doesn't exist, I was like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I probably just imagine what I've seen. That fucking trailer is exactly what I saw as a child. <laughs> and then, because I always hear people like, oh, you know, Shazam didn't exist. Uh, Sinbad, in that time, he had done a, he did a movie marathon dressed up as a genie. And I was like, that doesn't sound like what I saw. And when I've seen pictures of it, I'm like, that's not what I remember him wearing. Yeah. But it was just like, I was like, okay, you know what, whatever. I'll accept that. But the fucking college humor video is exactly what I remember as a kid. And that fucking scares the shit out of me because this is not supposed to exist. Yeah. And another thing too, is I also like the reason the whole dimensional thing brought up is because uh soldier boy, what was the fucking big song? Uh, Crank that? Or yeah. 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 I, I remember that. that. Like, listen to that as a kid. 
And the reason I remember because I also brought this up was I remember that song playing when I was playing that fucking Teen Titans game on the Cartoon Network uh, a yeah. website. <laughs> Cartoon Network had a website where like or like you could play games on there, and they had a Teen Titans fighting game on there. Dude, the Ed, Ed, and Eddie bowling game and the Teen Titans fighting game. Yeah. I spent all my library hours on the computer because I didn't have internet at home. So I would go to the library, spend my two hours I had for the day and just playing those games. <laughs> yeah, like that song was playing. I remember that song like one time I was playing as I was playing uh, as I was playing that Teen Titans game. And so, yeah, I brought it up because like, I didn't bring it up on the podcast, but I brought it afterwards where I was like, I possibly believe we're doing through like these fucking different dimensions because of the shit that I experienced, which was fucking uh crank that and fucking the team and uh shazam yeah and then another like weird one a little weird one is um the life of pablo that kanye west album i remember there was a big fucking deal oh, yeah, yeah 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 i remember I like remember. there was like a big fucking deal what the album was gonna be called I remember i was at work right and i was just like it's gonna be called the life of pablo like a few days later kanye announced his album the life of pablo and i was like what the fuck <laughs> and didn't like a co-worker like you told a co-worker right yeah because we, we were working you know we were cutting banners and he was like he was on their tail for me, and um, I remember, like, I don't know what the fuck the topic was, but I was like, it's, like, I don't know how I came at Kanye, but I remember being like, it's going to be called The Life of Pablo. Yeah. Like, I have no fucking way how the fuck I knew that. Maybe some alternate dimension me knew that. Like, it sounds like, it sounds fucking stupid ridiculous, and I should be in a fucking mental asylum for this. But, like, when I brought that up, right? <laughs> Just randomly. Yeah, like, because, like, it, don't you think it's, like, fucking weird? It's weird, but it kind of makes sense at the same time. Whenever it comes to like Mandela effects, because I've had a bunch too. Yeah. But I'm never like, I never go into it. I never like bite. Yeah. I'm never like, maybe the universe is wrong. <laughs> no, like, because like for me, normally I'm just like, I, I can accept the fact, and I can accept the yeah. fact Shazam doesn't exist, but I can also accept the fact that I remember what the fuck I saw. Yeah. And that was that. So I wanted to bring this up on the podcast because like I brought it up to you guys in the car. Yeah. But I thought it'd be a good story, like a good little exit way for the podcast. I mean, scientifically yes there is other dimensions there are like other like every apparently like don't quote me but like every time you make a choice you create a separate timeline because there's a timeline where you didn't do that i'm gonna pick up this gatorade bottle right now there's a timeline where another effort didn't pick it up and the gator bottle is still there yeah so like every time you make every time every time some kind of event happens where a choice is made like apparently you make and that's why everything's fucking infinite just imagine all the times you've made a fucking choice. There was a there's a universe where Shazam made a where uh, Sinbad made Shazam, and somehow I know of this. And there's a universe where Shazam made Sinbad. Fucking true. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's there's a universe where Sinbad is named Shazam, and he made a movie called Sinbad. Yeah, and people don't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, like I know it's like the fucking Mandela effect. I know it's fucking weird and all. Yeah. But I kind of because I kind of realized he. Uh, when I told you frame this, when I told you guys this, you're like, I never knew somebody who actually started the moves. I never, because I'm really into Mandela effects. I yeah. love those shits. Every time it comes to me personally, I just like uh, end up saying like, oh, I'm just, yeah. I'm just stupid. I a just, lot of them, a lot of these, you can wave off to error. It's me. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. I'm, I'm never gonna be like, oh, maybe it. Even if it's something that I deeply remember, I'm still gonna say, yeah, maybe I just fucked up. Maybe my brain had a glitch or something. Yeah, but it, it like. I like the idea of it. So I've read a lot of like Mandela effects. I've never met someone who actually was like a Sinbad person who actually remembers that movie. Yeah. Like I said, like I, I watched a trailer of it as a kid. Cause like I said, this all goes back to me, like hating parties. I hate fucking parties. And I was like, I stepped away, went to the room, Disney channel was playing. And there was the fucking, uh, it's the Sinbad trailer, yeah. the, 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 the Shazam. And, and that's then, one of the biggest ones too. It's yeah. like a, a decent size population of people remember that movie 
and the then, same like, way a bunch yeah. of people remember like Berenstain Bears, the yeah. spelling. And then um, people always bring up like, or Shazam or Sinbad brings up, oh, you know, they could be mistaken me because I wore a genie outfit to a movie marathon. <laughs> but of course, that's not what I remember. And when I saw the picture of what he was wearing, I'm like, I don't remember him wearing that. Yeah. I literally saw the cute, uh, the college humor uh, clips and I was like, that's exactly what I remember. Like there's no like two ways about it. That's exactly what I remember. Yeah. The double layer that the actual, the trailer actually exists, but yeah. it's a, like a parody. That's crazy. One of the most convincing, uh, what's it called, Mandela effects that I've ever read. It was on Reddit. It was this guy. I forgot what he does. I think he's like a archaeologist or a paleontologist, something like that, having to do with fossils and stuff. Yeah. And like old records. He said he didn't believe in any of the like. He still doesn't believe in Mandela effect or something. But one of the popular like Mandela effect uh, things that were going on was. It creeps me out too. It goes into like the kind of weird, like modern plus old style type of like horror. Yeah. Apparently, there was a picture going around of a bunch of like farmers or cowboys from like the 1700s from the Wild West that hunted down a pterodactyl. Yeah, I've seen that picture. And they posed the picture with it. Now, there's a bunch of pictures on the internet and they're all fake. But this guy has said that he saw the real picture that was going on. Yeah. And he's looked endlessly throughout the internet and hasn't found there are all the other fake ones he's like he showed all of them yeah he's like it's not these trust me i saw that fucking picture and apparently it was going around like the science community within his like own little bubble yeah he's like i'm not fucking crazy i genuinely saw this fucking picture and i can't find it anymore and he's like that's the only thing that freaks me out <laughs> apart from that i don't believe in it <laughs> <laughs> that was his whole like thing that's trippy as fuck yeah it's Maybe- that one's gonna be hard to find again because that one was. F- I mean, I and I can look for it, but yeah, it's gonna be hard. I've been doing Reddit for almost a decade now, yeah, reading all these fucking scary stories, and I forget like which thread, which fucking like chat they're on. But yeah, there's uh my little uh my little story about the fucking Shazam, uh, Shazams, uh, crank that, and uh, the life of Pablo. <laughs> Things that I, I like how two are hip hop ones. Yeah, and keep in mind, I don't really listen to hip hop that like no like. I don't really give a shit about Kanye. I've not heard. I'm like the last song I heard from Kanye was Jesus Walks. Mm. And that was because it was in the trailer for that one movie. That was it. Shazam. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, like whatever movie it was. That's the only reason I know that's like another song. That's the last time I heard of Kanye. Not like I really care. Not like I really follow him like all that much. Yeah. But like the fact that, you know, the life of Pablo went in my head and same thing with Soulja Boy. I know he's uh, claims to be like, I know he's doing his fucking uh, video game shit right now. Yeah, don't really give a shit console. about him. Yeah, I don't really give a he, shit about him. But he yeah. just he just claims to be the first for everything. Yeah, y'all didn't know about Soldier Boy, the first rapper, the first rapper to have a dance in Destiny. Even though uh, I think someone else had him long before he did. His the real first. name is Adam. He was the first human. Yeah, I was gonna say the first <laughs> man on earth. Yeah, his real name is Adam. Adam Soldier Boy Junior. Yeah. He was cranking that <laughs> in the beginning of time. He was cranking that with Eve. Yeah, fucking Soldier. I didn't think we would ever mention Soldier Boy on this podcast. I didn't think we were going to mention Soldier Boy and Adam and Eve in the same <laughs> sentence. You know what? You're right. <laughs> I think that's the only time anyone's ever said that sentence that we just <laughs> said. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. We do a lot of those, right? Sentences that you don't think anyone has ever said. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm pretty I, sure like all the, like most of the shit we say, no one else has ever said before. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. All right. We're at an hour and almost 15. Yeah. <clears throat> Anything else, guys? I want to apologize to the listeners. 
my throat was killing me. <laughs> so my part sounds kind of bad, but I hope you still enjoy it. I'll fix it. And if you don't enjoy it, then um, Mothman will come for you. Zephyrin for the Cryptic Coffee Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Saying. <laughs> He's right there. <laughs> oh my God, it's him. All Goodbye. Right. Later. Bye. Believe us in bed. <laughs>